Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. This is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want, and I'm excited today to have a real estate professional colleague of mine coming to us from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah area, Dustin Braum with the Massive Agent Society. So welcome to the show, Dustin. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it, man. Honored to be here. Yeah, well, I thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. So we're going to deviate a little bit. Normally, I'm talking a lot around personal professional development. We're going to talk more about my primary hustle, which is the real estate business, which is what you're an expert at also. And we're going to talk about EXP Realty that we're both a part of and real estate and get into some stuff around personal development also. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. So you and I... First connected probably a couple years ago, I signed up for your Massive Agent Society um, training around how to be more effective with uh, real estate marketing in the digital space. Yep, yep. Online lead generation and taking advantage of all the tools available and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it was interesting because my now partner, uh, Matthew Kane here at Title Realty Partners, powered by EXP Realty, was a guest on your podcast, I remember one day, and I was listening to him, and he, he and I are both Homes for Heroes realtors here in the Wilmington, North Carolina market, and I was like, man, this guy is kicking my butt already, and he's got a lot less time in the business than I do, so I signed up for your program, trying to learn how to uh, learn more, for how to be more effective in advertising for real estate in the digital space and then i ended up joining partnership with matthew forming title real estate partners now we're both with exp and you're a sponsor above us in the exp business model and it's just interesting to see how full circle things have come around oh absolutely yeah it's crazy well i'd like to start the show out with just you sharing a little bit for our listening audience your personal background, some of your professional background, what got you to where you are right now, and what's going on that's exciting in the, your life right now? Yeah, well, I got into real estate 11 years ago. That's when I got my license by accident. Um, I read Rich Dad, Poor, Rich Dad, Poor Dad a few years prior to that, and it, it really opened my eyes to entrepreneurship in general. Mm-hmm. But before that, Tim, like I, I literally was just working like those dead-end like all the dude jobs, you know, like uh, uh, detailing cars or a call center or construction and, and all this stuff. And I, I literally didn't understand that it was possible for me to start a business and control my own future and, and all of that. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad opened my eyes to, holy crap, like maybe, maybe I can actually play in that space. And, uh, and so and, and that's a real estate book, but mostly real estate investment. So I got in real estate to flip homes because I'd seen yeah. it on TV. And in 30 minutes, they flip a house and, uh, <laughs> and and they make 60K. And I'm like, well, why don't I just do that? Yeah. Um, so I, I start going down that road. We bought a property back in 2011 when there were short sales and REOs everywhere. Um, and for you kids listening, REO means bank owned property, which is still you're like, well, what is that? 
because there's not that many of them. There were then. And it was just a different market. Um, I was not the person I am today, and I struggled dramatically um, just with everything, like with business, with being a self-starter and, and you know, calling my own shots, which I wanted. But then once I had that freedom, I was like, uh, I'm so used to be told. I'm so used to being told what to do. Like, yeah. would somebody please just tell me what to do? <laughs> and so I linked arms with my, um, who ended up being my broker for, for a while. And he had flipped four or 500 homes. And, um, I joined his brokerage and, and kind of, uh, he became a mentor of mine. And somehow, um, I got, when I got my license, I was referred a buyer to work with and I helped them to buy a short sale condo. And, for the first time in real estate, there was an actual paycheck that came at the end of it, Tim. <laughs> and, and for me, that was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Um, I'm actually making some money, even though it was like $1,200 or something. Like, after all was said and done, it was like 1200 bucks. But I, I shifted right then and there to being the traditional real estate agent and helping buyers and sellers. Yeah. And, and that's when, uh, you know, then things really got difficult because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, um just followed my mentor and and some agents in his, in his office. What I learned pretty quick though is when you're following somebody or or a blueprint that is not congruent with your strengths and weaknesses yeah. or or your likes and dislikes, you're you're destined to to fail whether it's a month from now or or a year from now like if you're doing something on a daily basis that you hate doing, makes you feel super uncomfortable in a, in a bad way, um, being uncomfortable is a very good thing for growth, but not in this not in this context. You just you can't ever be good enough at it, or stay consistent enough to win if you hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I struggled a lot and sold a home here or there, but it wasn't until you know I probably three or four years into being an agent that I I googled how to get real estate leads. It was out of desperation, like we were starving to death over here, and um, and that opened my eyes to attraction marketing, content yeah. marketing, and it rather than what I was being modeled was chasing people down and trying to convince them to work with me, right. that I could actually put a helpful video out on YouTube or write a blog article that somebody found through Google or or through social media, and that they would consume that. And then want to hire me and they would come to me. And and that was so revolutionary because I'm like, well, that makes sense. I love that. I can do that. That's with that fits my personality. But is that real? And mm-hmm. so I was lucky enough to link arms with some other real estate bloggers, some other agents from around the country in uh, at the time. It was a, a Google Plus group, actually, mm-hmm. uh, on Google Plus. And they were great. And they, they're like, here's what we do. I just followed their blueprint and it worked. Um, so that, that showed me, okay, attraction marketing works. Now it became, how do I get better? And, uh, yeah. and what you'll learn pretty quick, if you, if you do start to do YouTube videos or social media content or writing blog content, creating it is just the first step. Mm-hmm. Then you have to get people to see it. You have to get people to know that it exists. So as a natural progression, I started learning about social media promotion and Facebook advertising and all this other stuff to get people to see my stuff. And I fell in love with it. I realized I'm good at it. I, I just 
intuitively get it. And this is something that I enjoy doing on a daily basis. So I went all in on that and I realized pretty quick, Tim, that I'm I'm a, a marketer who sells homes. Yeah. Rather than the other way around. So that changed everything. And then and the last few years I've just been sharing what I've learned and the journey that I've been on with other agents and uh you know, who are maybe a step or two behind where I'm at. And and that's just been an absolute blast. It's been so fulfilling and um and lucrative and, and it you know, it's all been fun. Well, you've helped a lot of people now too. And uh Yeah. You and I first got to get together in person down in Dallas. Was that in August? At the big yeah. EXP uh conference yep. that uh was put on there by some, some of our colleagues and and then a lot of the people that were there that were part of the, the team or kind of the group that we're a part of that's you know, you've helped them directly and I've seen them grow and develop also, you know, in addition to myself personally, my partner, uh, Matthew Kane here at Title Realty Partners at EXP Realty. Um, so you're making an impact not only for yourself, uh, improving, you know, your livelihood for you and your family, your, your wife and child, and um, but you're making an impact, you're making a difference uh, for real estate professionals such as myself that we're better able to serve our clients and uh, grow our business. It's so wild. You, yeah, wild. it is so cool. So when did you make the uh, the move to EXP? What time frame did you do mm. that, and why was that attractive to you? It was three and a half years ago, uh, but I first saw it, or it was shown to me four and a half years ago. So it took me a year of dragging my feet and, and getting in my way like an idiot. Uh, but <laughs> that everybody cost you a pretty it. penny, didn't it? I don't want to think about that, Tim. I, <laughs> although I have thought about it, I've crunched numbers. It was a multi-million-dollar mistake. Oh um, yeah. But it's a mistake that everybody makes. Everybody, everybody at EXP. If, if if you ask them, do you regret coming? And they're like, No, I regret not coming sooner. Sooner, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a high-growth company. There's in the business model. It just makes sense to do it sooner than later. But. Um, I was looking at it for about a year, and what got me even receptive to it was my friend Shannon um, just sharing uh, – Shannon Milligan in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. She, yeah. she was just sharing like what it was doing for her and what she was excited about. So yeah. when I first saw – when I first looked at EXP, I thought, that is such an ugly logo. <laughs> that is a terrible, <laughs> terrible logo. That was my first impression. And then, then I looked at the business model, and I was like, wait a minute. There's actually something to this because there's additional revenue streams. Yeah. And where I was at in my career, in my life, was figuring out how can I remove myself from the equation while continuing to increase the revenue? Because um, I, I was taught a while ago by a mentor that the quality of the questions you ask will determine yes. the quality of your life. Yes. And so yeah. I asked, okay, how can I work less and make more? Yes. If we're, if we're being blunt. And so I was looking for something like that, but I was looking outside of real estate into investing in other things or yeah. uh, this or that. And I knew that I wanted the ability to, to build passive residual income uh, over time. And, and it just happened to be that EXP did that with what I was currently doing for a living. And, and what I enjoyed doing, which was helping other agents, and I had started doing that, helping other agents and mentoring them and, and, you know, giving them the roadmap to do what I had done. I saw that the EXP model 
literally incentivized people that did that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, wait a minute. So I can have that safety net. I can build residual income. I can build wealth for my family all right here while doing what I'm already doing on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and yeah. so that's, it took me a while to really see it. Uh, but I, once I saw it, I freaking saw it. And, 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 and once you see it, you can't unsee it. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. See, I was going to go to Keller Williams because I thought uh, I liked their business model because I thought that was the only one like it. And then yeah. I saw EXP and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Everything I liked about Keller, EXP has. It's better. It's, it's more better. lucrative. It's yeah. easier to understand. It's less expensive. Like, okay. Uh, so it it was a natural progression. But, I mean, in hindsight, a godsend, really. Yeah, I first got together with uh, Matthew Kane, my partner here at Title Realty Partners, powered by EXP. I think he was with you down in Cabo San Lucas uh, yeah. in the spring. He'd just gotten back. And, you know, at, up until that time, he was a full-time firefighter with the city of Wilmington Fire Department, part-time realtor, and he was doing a huge amount of business. Uh, and I was with the, the leading real estate firm here in this market up to that point in time. And, you know, I'd been recruited by every um, firm in the area because I have a pretty good brand, pretty good reputation in the local marketplace, Homestar Heroes really. And um, Matthew and I were both Dave Ramsey uh, endorsed local providers. Right. <laughs> so I got together with Matthew to learn. I had just become one of these and, you know, trying to learn, you know, how do you, how do, you do this well? We were both Homestar Heroes realtors. He was doing more business than I was in about half the period of time. So we are just getting together to know each other. And he shares the EXP business model. And I just kind of back of the napkin. I was like, whoa, I'm leaving a lot of money here on the table at the level of business I'm doing. And then uh, then later on, I, I really I built a spreadsheet and I really did a comparison of uh, mm. what that meant in terms of not only the stock ownership of owning the EXP stock, which is performing incredibly, plus the potential, the, the passive income down the road with the revenue share. Uh, but just just the the simple business model, um, there was a significant amount of money I was leaving on the table. So I very very quickly, it was kind of a no brainer business decision. The hard part was all the relationships that I have with, uh, you know, a great firm, and I have nothing but uh, high regard towards uh, my former colleagues and the leadership and the ownership of that firm. They're a great right. great company, kind of a family feel to it, but. Boy, this business model is so attractive. And just as you described, your ability to create passive income for yourself in addition to making money and doing something you already enjoy doing, helping other people and marketing effectively. Uh, And then the stock performance, as you said, if you would have made that decision a year prior, probably. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I, yeah, some of my friends that that did join EXP a year or so prior, I mean, they they have millions in yeah. stock. Yeah. The ones that sold a bunch of homes, um, who, who got a lot of stock back when the stock was three dollars a share, yeah. which is which was a dollar fifty in today's uh, stock price because the stock split. Um, I was semi intelligent that I I bought some stock at three bucks a share, but not nearly enough. And, uh, you know, so in hindsight, it's like, mm, but that's how it works, right? Like if, yeah. if you don't take advantage of what you, you believe could be great, you know, that those that take that risk, that quote unquote risk, they get rewarded. 
sometimes. Um, yeah, I, it, it was interesting when did. I first became an agent, uh, be, even before I earned any stock from EXP directly, I just purchased some stock. I would bought mm. money in an IPO of a local company that was doing real well, and I sold that, and I bought EXP stock. And within like a month's Smart. time, it tripled in value. Yes. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yes. And it's like, uh, you know, it's the fastest growing real estate firm in the world, and there's all these other businesses, verticals, and technologies and things that they're getting involved with. So the, you know, the market cap of EXP World Holdings is, if you take every other real estate firm in the world and add it together, I think the market cap now is like three or four times every other firm combined. So it's just really, really exciting. And that's just one aspect of the business that's exciting to be a part of. Right. It, it is exciting. I mean, working with all of that's great. Like I love the financial upside, obviously that that's why we're in business. Um, but just being able to work with the the caliber of people that I, that I work with, like, I mean, you and Matt, you you guys are incredible real estate agents and Clayton gets and Shannon and, and a few others that if I wanted to hire as a coach, I couldn't afford to, you know, (laughs) but, um, but because we're literally partners, uh, within our, our firm, it's, it's just incredible. So th- I think that's the real power of, yeah. of the business model. The well, revenue share makes that possible. Yes. Well, you know, one thing that's really different in the, just the culture we have as a firm, and I absolutely agree with you, that the caliber of the people that I've been exposed to already is just amazing. Clayton yeah. Gitz is just one really classy guy, and from a value standpoint, just very quickly resonated with him when first time I got to even just talk to him across a Zoom call he and Matthew and I, but once I got a chance to meet him in person, it's like, okay, this guy's the real deal. You know, this is a guy that I respect and uh, has tremendous vision. He, when we were together at Glen Allen, Virginia, at a build, local build conference recently, he was talking about this idea that, you know, we're kind of like a self-development firm disguised as a real estate company. Yes. And we were having different colleagues that were speaking that weekend <laughs> And it was just like testimonial after testimonial of transformation in their lives that came about through this business and this business model and the people that they're associated with. It was Matthew and I were driving back from, um, you know, the Richmond, Virginia area back down to Wilmington, North Carolina, and we were just so fired up. And we both had notes and just different things that we learned from and we gleaned from all these different people that we get to interact with, get to collaborate with and get to know. It's just inspirational. That's the understatement of the century, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. So you're one of those guys that inspires me and Matthew. And, uh, we love, uh, getting to be a part of this with on this journey with you. And we see the, the good, great work you're doing for other agents too, and helping, Guys like you were down in Atlanta recently for that conference, kind of a build conference with Neil Mathweg and his book launch, and that's just it was really cool to see. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's I've never had more fun than uh, it, what a lot of people at EXP say is that we're making real estate fun again. And yeah. if, when I first heard that, you know, I, I kind of laughed. But when you think about it, like I, I am having a blast with the people I'm working with, building something meaningful, not just not just for me, but for them and as a company, as a whole, for the industry, it's, man, it's, uh, it's fulfilling. Yeah. Well, you got to reward yourself recently and your wife with a, a small gift. That was pretty ah. cool. Oh, the, 
Oh, the the Tesla. That Tesla, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, the, share the that story. How you were kind of dreaming that out, and then how that came about, just in a very short period of time, it was really exciting. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's I when I reflect back on it, it's crazy. Um, but it's it's the roadmap for anybody that's trying to manifest anything. Yeah. So um, you know, I like all of us. I've had certain limiting beliefs in the past that, um, and some of them have have made me. Or as a result of those, I have uh, made some dumb financial moves and, you know, my, my credit wasn't perfect and everything. So uh, my wife has wanted a Tesla Model Y for quite a while. She just something about that car she just loves. And and I've always loved driving them because they're, they're like spaceships. Um, yeah. If you've ever driven one, they're just unbelievably fun. And uh, but I'd, I'd always just told myself, well, we'll get one one day. Um. And, and I always just assumed that I wouldn't be able to qualify to get one or afford it. And in June, my wife and I went to Scottsdale, Arizona for an intensive mindset um, training experience called Upgrade X. Mm-hmm. And um, what I, I was talking to some people there who were very wealthy that, you know, some of them paid cash for Lamborghinis and stuff. And um, and if you don't like that stuff, that's fine. But um like these are successful people. And so I'm like, well, what would you do? Like my credit isn't the best. And they're like, well, do you know what it is? And I'm like, I guess I don't. I just assume it's bad. And they're like, well, first you need to apply or pay cash. But they're all advising me, don't do that. Cause if you want to help your credit, you should probably get a loan. And I was like, okay. Um, so I decided right then and there, I was like, you know what? We're going to get this Tesla. I don't know how, if I have to pay cash for the sucker, I will, even though I didn't want to. And so in June, we decided we were going to get the Tesla. And I don't know why, but I picked Halloween, October 31st, as the deadline. Anytime you have a goal, you have to put a deadline on it. Yeah. So we picked October 31st because I thought it'd be cool to take the kids trick-or-treating uh, in, in the Tesla, which it was. Uh, but um, I, I set this goal. And then on July 4th, well, let me back up. I started writing it down every single day, morning and night and reading it out loud that I, Dustin Brome, own a new white Tesla Model Y long range by October 31st. So I was very specific about the color, the model, all of that. And I even knew, you know, the accessories where we were going to get in the white interior seats that look like marshmallows and all that. Um, so I, in my mind, I like, I could see us driving this car. I could see myself grabbing my coffee, walking out to the garage, getting my kids in the car, taking them to school. I knew the route I'd take. I knew how the steering wheel felt. All of that. And I thought about it every day. And then July 4th comes along and we're like, well, we should probably take a step towards this. So we we ordered a Tesla on their website. And you know, one of the next steps is to try to get financing. So I applied with our credit union and um, th- th- they approved it. <laughs> And I was like, wow, okay. So that whole time I'd been telling myself, can't do it. But I didn't know. It was just a stupid story that I was telling myself. Like, we all do this with certain things. Uh, but it taught me, don't just make an assumption that's not based in reality or, or fact. So I applied and, and we got the financing we needed. And um, I was able to you know make some extra cash to help with a, a big down payment so that it, it all just worked out for us. Yeah. And... Um, my keyboard became unconnected. Um, so I kept writing it down, writing it down, writing it down. 
And then all these delays started happening. So we had the financing figured out. All these delays started happening. And it started to get delayed until uh, we should have had it in early September. Then we noticed late September, then early October, late October, early November, late November. And it just started being pushed out. And I was like, will we even have this thing this year? And I was worried that we wouldn't have it by our deadline. So, but I kept writing it down every single day that we would have it by October 31st. And so the week of Halloween, so this was Monday, Monday of that week. All of a sudden I get, uh, or my wife gets a text from Tesla that you have a VIN number, your car is ready. Hmm. And literally the day before we checked on their website and it said late November was the delivery date. Now all of a sudden it's, it's uh, like the, the 25th or something of October. So we had to hurry and do a few things, send a bunch of money over to Tesla and close the loan. And uh, we ended up getting the car on the 29th. So two days before, uh, uh, before our deadline, it, and it just happened. And I, when I look back at it, it was because I just felt certain that one way or another it was just going to happen. Well, ahead of the show, we were, we were talking about, you know, the Reflect the Life You Want, which is the title of this show, uh, the acrostic reflect. And, and which of those two chapters that kind of resonated most with you, one was the R chapter, recognize the power to change. And then the second one was F, to feel now what you imagine you've been. And the whole time you've been talking, I'm thinking about, you know, he's bringing the power of his emotionalizing this and his imagination into this. And it's just, you're telling a beautiful story of how that principle of how we use our imagination, we set our mind to a goal and the power that that can, can create in our lives. So I wondered if that was one example of why that was resonating with you, the feel now and imagine it will win, or if there was something else that prompted that for you. It's just, it's something that, I learned through some of the training we've taken and, and some of the mentors that I have, and they're like, this is what you need to do. You can't mm-hmm. just have a goal in your head. Yeah. You have to write it down. And there's so much power in that. Tony Robbins has talked about that for decades. Yeah. There's even more power in doing it every day. There's more power in reading it out loud. So you can then you're, you're writing it, you're seeing it, you're hearing it. And it's just, it's just deeper, but also feeling what it's going to be like to have that thing. Yes. Yeah. So maybe yeah, it's a new the, house uh, or a vacation or getting your kids into a certain school. What will it feel like yep. once you've achieved that as vividly as possible? Yeah, this is one of the key principles. I, I do some coaching, uh, the great man's legacy of the man school coursework. I coach men primarily. And this is one of the key principles. We We teach guys about, you know, how to take those dreams, translate that into goals, and then how to bring that about in their life. And this idea of you, you just described several of the key skill sets of what we teach guys to do. And the more you do those things, the more you get aligned with your thoughts and your feelings, your emotions and your actions towards whatever that goal may be, the, the, the quicker it's going to come about. So it's really cool to hear that you've been exposed to some of that kind of training too, because it just keeps um, just keeps showing up in my life, and it sounds like it's showing up in your life as well. It has, and I'm learning and accepting that that's literally how the world works. That's mm-hmm. that's just how things work. But are you in tune enough to take advantage of it? Yeah, and yeah. you know, that's it. And it's it's really they're really skills that you need to develop. 
Um, and I, I find that the more intentional I am about developing those skills and applying those skills consistently, intentionally every day, more things happen that come into my life. There's more change happened in my life in the last two years than, you know, you know, you've taught, you and I have talked a little bit, but just an, an amazing amount of change. The other chapter that resonated with you was that recognize the power to change. I wonder if you could mm. share a little bit about either that, anything specific that um, you'd be willing to share with our listeners that why you believe that's important just to be open to those ideas. I've just, I've learned that nobody else can make me make certain choices. Mm -hmm. You know, ultimately the choice, the deciding is on me. Um, Everything that happens to me, good, bad, ugly, whatever, that's on me. Like it's all my responsibility. And it's so empowering to know that, you know, I, I have some family members and some friends that, you know, they, they suffer from victim mentality where, you know, life is happening to them. Things are happening to them. Why I have such bad luck, you know, of course this is happening to me and how disempowering that must feel. If, if you literally don't have control and just stuff just happens to you and then you you just have to respond that sucks. Like that, that's, that, I can't imagine how miserable that is, but that's, they've made the choice to see things that way and follow certain people that continue to preach that certain yeah. leaders in our world, uh, who are not leaders, but they constantly preaching this victim mentality crap that disempowers. Mm-hmm. I've learned because I've had some good mentors and, and chosen, chosen them well that no, I, I have full control, you know? And so whatever's happening in my life right now is a reflection of what's going on inside. Absolutely. Um, you know, so it's so empowering to know that if I want something or if I don't want something like I have, I, and I alone have the power to, to do that. So how cool. I mean, yeah, it's the most empowering thing I can think of. That victim versus creator mentality, this concept that uh, life is happening for me as opposed to to me in our mind management and our ability to develop that skill and that capacity to our mind, our mind management is so, so, so powerful. It sounds like you've been working at that with a great deal of intentionality and and then it's, you're living it out, you know, you're living it out in your life, your business, uh, your personal life. It's exciting to see. It's. Uh, I think you're a. You know, you're a positive role model for others. Mm. You're inspiring others in our profession to go chase their dreams and go for it. And um, and you're sharing what you're learning through your own experience with the rest of us. It's it's very very powerful. It's very much encouraging and inspiring to see you uh, teach what you've learned. Well, thank you. Um... That, that that's a great compliment. So I, I, uh, I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Um, I, we can choose to be happy. We can choose to be sad. We can choose to be empowered or not like, but it's our decision. Yes. And, uh, what's really cool. Once you start to live that way and you really believe this and, and know it, like how, how could you not share that with somebody else? Yeah. You know, how, how can you not, well, plus it gets addicting, like with the goal setting and goal achieving, once you've yeah. done certain things and you just attract the resources into your life to manifest those things, you're like, well, what's next? Like, what else can I like? Let me come up with this giant dream 
and make it a goal and then let's knock that out. And like, how cool is that? So, so now I'm getting kind of addicted. I'm like, well, I got to set bigger goals because I, I, because I may actually hit it, you know? Yeah. 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 I think that is one of the things, you know, Clayton talked about when we were together up in the Virginia is like, you know, he's, he's dreaming, dreaming bigger than he's ever dreamed before. And it's just, uh, it's so cool to watch and he's an inspiration to you and I and others. It's just really cool. Absolutely. Well, I always like to ask two questions of every guest, Dustin, um, that tie back to the Reflect the Life You Want uh, theme of the, the Mirror Book Project by my co-author Maria Spears and I, and that's the title of the podcast. But if there's one thing in your own life that you're working on right now to reflect more the life that you want to live, what would that be? Mm. Um, daily journaling is something that I've I've started doing. So I I used to tell myself, I don't need to get up early. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a night owl anyways. That's when I do my best work is after 9 PM, which is still kind of true, or at least that's when my, my brain turns on for some reason. But I, I just decided, look, if all of these people that I look up to and respect are telling me you need to do certain things before the sun comes up and before your family wakes up in the morning, yeah, I just started listening and I started listening earlier this year. And, and so I, I journal in the morning, I write down what I'm grateful for, I write down my goals. Um, I, I read, I do some, some meditation for 10 minutes and I, I've noticed that I just start the day off much more calm, much more focused and, um, I'm much more productive, but it feels easy. Like I feel like I wasn't working as hard, but I get more done. It's, it's really bizarre. So it becomes effortless and, and, and easy. Um, and I was told that would be the case, but to, to really, see it for myself is wild. So, um, that daily journaling has been great. And I, I do it at night as well. So I'll write down, you know, a couple of things that I learned that day, maybe some things that didn't go, didn't go well. Um, some things that I can learn from that. Um, I again, write my goals and what I'm grateful for. So that, uh, that's been a big game changer. Yeah. It sounds like you and I have some similar, uh, morning routines and, and these principles are things that we also teach in the man school. Um, but the, the first E in the reflect across deck is to each day to be grateful. And there's so much power in just focusing on what we're already grateful, what, all, what already that's going on in our life that we've been blessed with, and to focus on that as opposed to being focused on the gap of what we don't have or what we, we want that hasn't occurred yet. Right. Um, and as, even as you were talking about earlier about you know, the imagining the Tesla coming into your life, know feel now when you imagine it will be when i when i'm writing out and i'm journaling and um i'm writing out like a life script every day i say i've i'm so happy and grateful now so i'm claiming it as if it's already happened now for whatever this thing is that i'm I'm going after in my life and that's just so powerful and it's just so powerful just to think about what's already happened that's good in my life that I can build upon as opposed to seeing whatever the gap is and being frustrated by it. So I'm glad to hear that you're doing that, and that's a, a powerful um, change for you in your own life. So if if you were to recommend to anybody, you know, you're coaching now and you're teaching a lot of real estate professionals. You've learned a lot in the last few years. If there's like one piece of wisdom that you could either impart to an earlier version of yourself or you'd want to pass along to someone else that, you know, based on everything you've learned the last few years, 
what is that one thing that people could go do to reflect more of the life they want? I, I think a lot of, I think one of the underlying reasons why people are not going after their dreams or they're not achieving at the level they want to achieve is a, is a lack of confidence somehow, somewhere. And uh, something that really changed my life last year in uh, late 2020 after, you know, COVID turned me into a fat guy, um, <laughs> just eating a bunch of crap and not exercising. Um, my wife and I did 75 hard. Mm. The, um, tra- it's a mental and physical program, but um, yeah. it was so much more mental than physical. Mm. And we realized at the end, like we were more confident. We felt better about ourselves. We had energy. Um, we had this sense of accomplishment that led to this giant boost in confidence and everything. So I would say, do something hard, Mm. do something hard. And then once you achieve it, you're going to feel good about it. Like get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And it doesn't have to be something that's so painfully uncomfortable every day, but just little teeny decisions every day over time can dramatically change your life with you know, physically, mentally, with your family, with, uh, with your kids, with money, with business, anything and everything. So do something hard for for us, 75 hard working out twice a day, every day for 75 days and, and the other stuff that you have to do with it. Um, it, it wasn't difficult, but it was, and looking back on it, it's like, wow, we just accomplished something pretty tough that most people don't do on the first try or most people don't even finish it. And that gave us a huge boost of confidence. So then it's like, okay, what else can I do hard? So now I look for sometimes the, if I have two choices, I do the harder one, depending on what it is. Sometimes that's stupid and, (laughs) and sometimes you shouldn't do that. But um, if I know that it's going to help build some resiliency and some strength mentally, I do that. So long story short, do something hard. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing your wisdom of things that you've been learning for yourself uh, as you've been, you know, really going after your dreams and goals and you're growing after your own personal development, both for you and your wife and and the dreams and the goals that you guys have in your family and and sharing the wisdom of what you're learning. Because uh, as you continue to have success, you know, sharing your story and sharing with others how how you've learned and grown and developed, I think is one of the greatest gifts you can give to other people. Because everything that we've talked about, this this is not rocket science. Right. It's not like some big secret. But the, the number of people that really go for it and have the discipline to stick with it, like a 75 hard program, it's a very small number of people. So, But you're a, a living testimony to the benefit of a, going after something really challenging like that and doing it and how it's changed your life. So awesome it's, stories. It's man. been incredible. Thank you, Tim. Well, if people want to learn more about massive agent society or hear more about uh, exp realty or just connect with you one-on-one what's the best way to get in touch with you the best thing to do is just fo- uh, follow the podcast the massive agent podcast okay massiveagentpodcast.com um, and then follow me on instagram at massive agent um, that's where i do the majority of my content and stories and and share um so that's listen to the podcast and and find me on social media at Massive Agent and uh, you know then you'll learn about all the other stuff that we do and um, you know partnerships we have and things we offer so that's where yeah. I'd start. 
Well, it's been a distinct pleasure to have you on the Reflect the Life You Want podcast, and uh, I do tune in some to the Massive Agent Society podcast and all the good stuff that you're doing to help other real estate professionals such as myself. So I'm grateful for you to be with me here today and to share some of your life wisdom and experiences that are helping you to have success. Thanks, Tim. No, it's been an honor. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, and I always say to my guests, just go out there and live a life of greatness. Will do. Thanks, Tim. All right. Thank you, Dustin. Absolutely.